Dear sisters and brothers in Christ, this is Archbishop Perez with a special message recognizing the incredible work of the St. Raymond Nonatus Foundation for Freedom, Family, and Faith. In 2015, its founders were inspired by the World Meeting of Families and the visit of Pope Francis to create a pastoral ministry in Philadelphia for the benefit of families facing relationship crisis. The foundation ministers to struggling families and individuals through a confidential prayer line, pastoral appointment with priests, retreats, and much more. I'm deeply grateful for the work of the St. Raymond Nonatus Foundation. In a short time, it has already strengthened and sustained hundreds of families. For more information about this pastoral ministry, please visit the website on your screen and join me in praying for families throughout a local church. May God bless you abundantly. Hello, and welcome to a podcast from the St. Raymond Donatus Foundation for Freedom, Family, and Faith. My name is Ann DeSantis, and it's great to be here with you. I have a wonderful podcast for all of you. I have a team members at the Gianna Center in Philadelphia. I want to welcome all of you. Thank you for joining me. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry we get your unmuted there. Thank you. My, my fault. Uh, so thank you for welcome. For, welcome. And thank you for joining us on this podcast to all of you, Delia, Carla, and Barbara Rose. Thank you. Thank you. thank you for having us. Yes. I'd like to introduce each of you by title so that people can get to know you. We have Dr. Delia Laurie. She is a NAPRO tech practicing practice practicing physician and the medical director of the Gianna Center. We have Carla Montiel, med medical director and fertility care practitioner, and <laughs> Barbara Rose, nurse practici practitioner and fertility care practitioner. So thank you so much again. Uh, maybe we could start out with just talking about how the Gianna Center was founded. Whoever would like to take that question, we'd love okay. to hear. I'll take it first, but I, you know, just to apologize, Rose is much easier to say than Larari and Montiel. So that's how you pronounce their names. Uh, but yes, so we started the Gianna Center back in technically when the ink was dried in 2017. And it was through the kindness of Dr. Max Mercado, who invited us to start working in his office to start the Gianna Center. At the time, there was a national Gianna Centers for Women's Health and Fertility. So we were affiliated with them primarily to uh, receive from them uh, the protocols, their advice with regard to starting up a practice and all that. We've been wonderful that way. There is no national anymore, so we're on our own. And <laughs> we've been flying on our own uh, since 2020. But we, after we started in Dr. Mercado's office, we moved to uh, here. And this is the Suburban Community Hospital. And we've been here since 2019, April of 2019. Uh, and uh, we had the office blessed. It was a wonderful day. You'll see some of those pictures, I think, on our website. Uh, and um, we've been providing authentic Catholic health care for women, couples, and families uh, since that time. Awesome. I love your website. And on the About page, it says that the Gianna Center of Philadelphia is dedicated to providing general gynecologic care, natural family planning education, 
and infertility services, all while honoring the sanctity of each human life, the dignity of women and the integrity of marriage. All medical treatments are aimed at restoring the reproductive system and work cooperatively with a woman's body. Now, before we started the podcast, we talked about the fact that for the most part, you're serving people that are in this sort of that tri-state area, which would be Pennsylvania, the Philadelphia area, Delaware, New Jersey. Do you serve anywhere else? And tell <laughs> us about the, 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 the services that you seem to provide the most. And then, of course, we'll talk about everything. Well, good that you mentioned the fact that uh, it's New Jersey, but you know, just this morning we had a woman that came from Allentown, right? So why? Because in the general area, you don't have too many people that will see a woman in the first 10 weeks of her pregnancy. And I think that's a good number of people that we serve right now, right? We would want to mention that. Oh yeah, we became the ER for the first trimester. <laughs> yeah, the ER for the first <laughs> trimester, right. Because you know that's one of the criticisms in the medical community. They say that, uh, the emergency room should not be the place for prenatal care, but many women are ending up there. Why? Because they're cramping and they're bleeding and their OB will not see them. You know, this is a travesty. People don't realize this until they get pregnant and then they have to deal with it. You know, that they would come, they think that they are going to have an appointment right away with the doctor as soon as they have a pregnancy test. And they're like, oh no, we're not gonna see you for 10 weeks. And all sorts of things can happen in those 10 weeks. And Delia can attest to that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I remember it. Now, what year were you founded again? Please refresh my memory. Technically 2019 here in the office. Okay. Before that, 2017. Yeah. I mean, you've been doing good work even many years before that. I, I recall that I took my daughters to a specialty for homeschooling families to educate young women on the dignity of femininity and you know, just to kind of educate them on a lot of the pro-life issues. And it was beautiful. And I believe it was some kind well, of an outreach of the Gianna Center. Technically, well, yeah, it was the Friends of Fertility Care. The Friends, Friends of, of Fertility Care, Care right. A uh, nonprofit organization uh, developed by the fertility care practitioners of Southeast Pennsylvania. Why? Because they felt that they were seeing a lot of young women that had problems and, you know, they didn't get the proper education prior to being in a relationship with a gentleman and being married. So they said, really, we need to teach at a younger age. So that's when they developed it. So that, you know, kudos to the Friends of Fertility Care. They're the ones that develop the um, mother-daughter team. And then I've seen that now there's a national, I, I think that there's other groups that are doing the same thing, having mother-daughter programs, because they see how important it is, especially if your kid is going to a public school, there's a lot of misinformation out there and a lot of people that want to, you know, quite honestly, exploit young women. So we're like, okay, you got to be educated, you know? So that's, that's where that came from. Yeah. Education is always key. I know that you help quite a few people that they are having a hard time conceiving and the way that you do it, obviously, and you said it at the very beginning, it is uh, through the teachings, the proper teachings of the church and, and also just, um, a natural way to do things, which I think many people these days, whether they're religious or not, is something that people want to do, right? They want to be educated in terms of doing what's right for their body and not having to take all kinds of drugs or treatments and things like that. Whoever wants to address that question, uh, how prevalent is it that you get calls about from people who are just having that difficult time conceiving? How will you answer that? Carla's a good one for that. Go ahead. Oh my gosh. Because she answers the phone so she can tell. Every day. Every day. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. We we have a, a long wait list right now. Mm -hmm. Like our next available probably like in September and we have new patients every day until then. It's it's a lot. 
not only and and people is realizing that like even like if you're not Catholic, if you're Catholic, I understand that you have a little bit more problems with the with the process of like uh, artificial reproductive technologies. But um, people is um, is realizing like the couples are realizing that they don't want to do that way. So that's why they they are attracted by the um, the NAPRA technology because of that. But you know, when we first started, the idea was that we were going to help the abortion-minded, and we do. It's not like we don't help those that are abortion-minded, and oh, yeah. we do the ultrasound and try to help them. But we're helping more the people that are IVF-minded. They call us up and they tell us, uh, "I went to my OB and they said the only way I can get pregnant is to do IVF," or they send me to a you know mention some of the uh, fertility care, not fertility care, but reproductive centers in the. Philadelphia area, and they say, I, you you will never get pregnant unless you do IVF. And they come to us, and they tell us, this is what we've been told. Uh, and for some of them, they're thinking about it. So we're trying to help the a ART, or the artificial reproductive technology-minded women, because we don't want them to go down that path. There's a lot of destruction in, in terms of lives of children, and also the fact that it's not going to work. Most of the time, it's not going to work. Whereas mm -hmm. we have an 80% success rate, which now people don't realize. If you do it God's way, you have an 80% success rate. I, I think it's a good idea for people to, as they're listening to this podcast, to please visit your website because there's so much more even that one, than we might fit in in this half hour or so that we're going to discuss the Gianna Center. because And your website is phgiannacenter, that's two N's, uh, dot com. And exactly. so I'm noticing that on the website that there is a page for general gynecologic care. And it says that the Gianna Center of Philadelphia provides general gynecologic care to women of all ages and stages of reproductive life. Whether you have a specific health concern or just need routine treatment, the Gianna Center is here to provide pelvic exams, pap tests, cancer screenings, and testings, and treatment for vaginal infections are highly trained and compassionate staff provide support for patients dealing with cycle irregularity, intimacy problems, infertility, hormone replacement therapy, menopausal and postmenopausal care. A unique service provided is that of progesterone therapy for women at the risk of miscarriage in the first trimester of pregnancy. Let's talk about that. I mean, that last piece that, that I just said, people that come in for the progesterone therapy for women whoever would like to speak about that. I mean, I think that's really interesting and I'm sure you do get people yeah. who well, want just that. This morning. But you know, I want Dr. Lori to speak because we haven't had her say anything yet. When she says highly <laughs> trained, when you said highly trained and she is highly trained. So I'd like her to speak about, you know, where she is with all of this. Uh, so, yes. So we, we, we take care of these babies in the first trimester starting a, obviously checking all the general health of a woman. Progesterone is super important for pregnancy, for the establishment of a good implantation process that is gonna define the whole health of that future uh, life of the, the baby that is already created. So progesterone, there is many reasons why a woman may have progesterone deficiency, and there are many other reasons why the ovarian function may be affected in the first trimester. So we try to review everything from the health of the mother and to the ovarian function and the progesterone levels of the pregnancy. If that progesterone level is decreased and the women has risk factors for miscarriage, we start the progesterone treatment. And this is different from what the uh, 
standards or what the guidelines are for the regular OB. Most OBs don't like to treat with progesterone unless they have already three miscarriages or more, which is something from the Catholic perspective and from the, and from the common sense makes no sense. Because why you want to wait three losses of life to start giving the treatment to the patient? You wouldn't do that with a patient that is in the ICU or <laughs> someone that is in the hospital. You wouldn't wait that the patient is dead to do recommendations <laughs> for after. So we start implementing that to any women that we, we know that at an increased risk for miscarriages, uh, besides other measurements that we can take. Mm. There's a number of things that can cause a woman to have a miscarriage. It's not just progesterone. I, I remind people of that because sometimes they feel like, okay, I'm getting a shot from Barbara Rose. Everything's going to be okay. I'm sorry. There are more things we have to look at. So that's why when you say highly trained, I always remind people, this is not a pregnancy support center. I mean, in, in, the, in this sense, we provide the medical care, the support you can get other places. And there are other places in this area where people can go for pregnancy support. But what we are is a medical center to treat the woman and get her as healthy as she can be so that we can have positive outcomes. And that's what's needed. And people from Allentown know it and people from Maryland who come up here know it and people from you know uh, New Jersey know it because they don't have a practice like this. We're very blessed in Philadelphia to have a Gianna Center. The oh, other thing that we're we very grateful for all the people that have supported is we are able to see this or to provide care for people that has no means or the insurance don't cover for this because this is medical care is very expensive in the U.S. So we are very grateful to be able to our doors to be open to anybody that walk in regardless of their conditions to, to pay or the insurance status. Yeah, we just see patients whether or not they have insurance and whether or not they have money to pay. Um, our um, our mission, uh, especially with pregnant, like no matter the the you know the whole background, whether you have money, you have insurance, it's like that is a life, and we have to provide everything we can for that life to give the best chances. Of course, there are things that we cannot control, like we're not God, so there are things, but whatever is in our hands we're gonna do it and we make the referrals too so if we yeah. identify and we've had you know you think oh this is a catholic practice you only see catholic women well no we see women mm -hmm. of all faiths so you know we've had people that are impoverished that are you know maybe in danger of domestic abuse or maybe you know have uh, limited means to take care of themselves we make the referrals we make sure that we can't provide the care someone else is going to help them with that you mm -hmm. know even psychiatric disorders things like that it's so wonderful to hear that because as a matter of fact, this foundation, that the St. Raymond Onatus Foundation that was founded by a religious order, the Mercedarian Religious Order, uh, our mission is pastoral accompaniment and pastoral care for families in crisis, individuals and families in crisis. So it's a perfect match that we would have you on this podcast because they're the people that we serve. And as you said, not everybody has health insurance, not everybody has the money for good health care. And so it's wonderful to be able to let people know about your beautiful services. Now, one of your services is, it says on your website, to know your fertility. And that would be the Creighton model of fertility care. And you say on the website that it treats fertility as an integral part of women's health, not a disease. It is based on the daily observation and charting of biological markers. By revealing subtle variations in each woman's fertility cycle, this chart 
excuse me, this charting enables Gianna Center medical professionals to identify underlying problems at the root of irregular symptoms and then work to correct those conditions without the use of contraceptives. Most powerfully, fertility care charting can alert a woman and her doctor to underlying problems or conditions before they manifest as infertility or pregnancy loss. I just wanted to read that. Now that is on your, uh, I believe it's on your About Us page. Talk, talk a little bit about the Creighton model because not everybody knows about it. And we would love for people to come to you and to learn more. So whoever wants to take that question. Yeah. <laughs> well, only because I'm the certified fertility care practitioner, but yeah. quite honestly, uh, Carla can explain it all in Spanish because she does the same thing as I do. And what is it? It's not just NFP. And I've been, you know, a fertility care practitioner for 20 years now. But prior to that, I used to teach NFP for the archdiocese. And the system that we were using then was okay for people to postpone children, but it's not okay to find out the health of your fertility. And I learned that very quickly because when we would give the presentations, I would share with people I was a nurse. And right after my husband and I would teach the class, because that's how they used to teach it in a class, which is not how we do it. We teach individually, privately. Anyway, they would, women would line up and talk to me. Why? Because they knew I was a healthcare professional. And they would say to me, my doctor says I need to be on the birth control pill because I have cycle irregularity, pelvic pain. Wait, wait stop right there. You shouldn't have to use artificial hormones when there's something better. And that something better is the Creighton model. So that's when I learned I really need to get trained in the Creighton model fertility care system because it goes beyond just natural methods of birth regulation. It helps women to monitor, maintain, and evaluate their fertility so that they can live in harmony with it and correct it if they need it for what they want in terms of their family size, right? That's that's the idea. So what I love when I get to know about Creighton model as a physician, I was amazed of the amount of data that I was getting for the patient's chart that I would have never get it otherwise when they're just telling the story. So the, the importance for a woman to learn about the, the biomarkers and to know exactly what could be going on with the ovulation process, with the lining, with the pain that they are experimenting in the cycle, with the amount of cervical mucus that they can produce. So that amount of information gives me very a, a lot of tools for me and for any NAPRO doctor to properly diagnose and guide that woman uh, in their lives uh, and help them with other tests to make sure that we are optimizing their health, not only their fertility, but their overall health based on that. As a physician, you can see any other specialty has ways to track patients. If you're a diabetic, you can measure your blood sugars, you can know that your diet, how it will impact. If you have your uh, heart problems, you can measure your blood pressure, you can do, but women were in, in the darkness uh, without this knowledge. So this is a very important tool for what I feel that any woman should learn at least once and go and decide. <laughs> so good yes. to know. It is and, good. Yeah. And then don't get confused though, because sometimes people come to us and say, I'm already charting. I'm like, no, it has to be the Creighton model. And they get a little miffed about it. They're like, why isn't this good enough? No, it's not. Because only the Creighton model has the protocols that Dr. Lorari can follow to enable her to identify when are you ovulating, identify, you know, uh, what is the health of that ovulatory process all of those things, and then when to do the blood testing and when to do the ultrasound, you can't get that with another system. So that's why it has to be a great model. That's why Carla is trained and she speaks Spanish so we can help the Spanish community also get access to that. I noticed that on your website that you have quite a few links and pages that are in Spanish. 
And uh, again, I'll just say that website for people, phgiannacenter.com. Now, building on the Creighton model, right underneath on the website, you talk about NAPRO technology. And it says that building on the Creighton model, a fertility care system, nat uh, natural procreative, which is NAPRO technology, is a bridge between natural family planning and gynecologic health care. NAPRO technology works cooperatively with a woman's body to, to sustain rather than subvert the patient's procreative potential. So please tell us more about this. Well, that's restorative reproductive medicine. That's what NAPRO technology is. And we say NAPRO because it's natural appropriate NAPRO. Um, but, you know, Dr. Laura got trained in it. Uh, I, as a nurse practitioner, went to Omaha to, to learn the protocols. But, you know, she does the medical management here. So maybe you want to speak towards that. So, yes, the difference between uh, the, the current trends in the medical care for women are once a woman has a problem or identify a problem, because most women or a lot of women don't, doesn't even know they have a problem, uh, they, the treatments are directed or to suppress completely the ovarian function by giving high doses of estrogen and progesterone, suppressing the ovarian function and making just an artificial bleed every, more, so every month so the woman thinks that everything is going okay which is not truth. This is a suppressive treatment that is just masking her, their symptoms. Uh, or if they are having problems conceiving children, we know most women will be offered IUI, which is against our the Catholic teachings. We should say what IUI is. Interuterine insemination. Okay. Or, I think you are, <laughs> or IVF, which is in vitro fertilization, which is also, it can hurt us a lot. Only 4% of women get medical treatment by the ART uh, people when they are trying to conceive. So that's a very, very little percentage of women or couples getting the right treatment. Well, NAPRO technology looks first to identify the real cause, and second, the treatment is aimed to correct any cause that we can see so the couple can conceive uh, naturally. The way God intended. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, between the three of you, you're really educating everyone, which is really the goal of this podcast, because some people that are watching this podcast, they know about you because I do think you're very prevalent in the Philadelphia area. I, I think most people, at least at the very least, they have heard your name and they know something about you. But we really want to help to spread the word even more in this area and also beyond. Right. Because you, you have told me before, Barbara, that you're helping people in New Jersey and also Delaware and surrounding communities. Now, one of the other pages or sections of the website, I should say, is the infertility treatment. And it says here that the Gianna Center's NAPRO certified medical team works with women and couples to determine the underlying cause of their fertility problems in order to restore normal physiologic function. Um, I just read a little bit there, but um, as we're heading a little bit toward the end of the podcast, please do tell us more about all of the services that you have for people who are very confused and they want to find out what, what the problem is. They want to conceive. And I know we talked a little bit about it at the beginning, but anything else that you'd like to add, I'm sure that we would love to hear. Well, one thing we didn't mention is we have an ultrasound machine here in the office. So if Dr. Lorari wants to do a follicular series where we follow and watch the follicle as it grows and measures it, then we can do it here and have that information for her, right? Uh, and also we, the two of us, teach the charting. But in addition, there are a number of fertility care practitioners in the greater Philadelphia area and all over the country that will teach the Creighton model 
you know, by Zoom, right, or telehealth. So we just need the charting. It doesn't have to be us teaching. We just need that charting so that Dr. Lori can start those protocols. Yeah, so we provide education for the Creighton as we refer to the preferred language too, because not only the practitioners mm -hmm. are everywhere, but also we have several languages that they can provide uh, for instruction. We uh, consult regarding NFP methods. We talk to them preconception, adolescence, uh, early teenager years until after menopause. And we provide, again, as Barbara said, just the medical care, the education part, uh, and the ultrasound and procedure when are needed. And we refer to other services when the patients need it as well. I'll say like also like treating your gynecological conditions. Sometimes like people overlook that, but like if you want to reach your highest potential and what God intended to you to do it, you need your, you cannot be angry all day because your hormones are like all over the place. So in order for us to fulfill what God intended us to do, the gyne for women, the gynecological care is very, very more important than what we think. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of misinformation about cycles and cycle health. And oftentimes we'll see young people and they'll say, well, I thought it was normal I had four cycles a year. Like nobody's telling them these things, right? I mean, and the issue, of course, is that's got to be treated. So yes, we provide preconceptual care, not just so prenatal care. Women need preconceptual care. And I call many of the women walking around out there walking wounded. They have no idea they have ovulatory dysfunctions. They just figure, yeah, it's always like this. I always have this. I see this. I know about this. I have PMS, whatever. No, that's not normal. We need to find out why. And sometimes it's, you know, thyroid disorder, right? And some women will have thyroid disorders. Uh, we know a number of them have them, you know, over the age of 65, but even younger. And if they don't realize they have a thyroid disorder, they're going to have losses. So we want to do all that testing before you can see if you've had a prior loss or if you're having infertility. You just don't wait until you're pregnant and then deal with it. Because that's part of also giving the best chances to the baby. So like if you come, you know, like a lot of our patients, they come since they're before they're married and all of that, and they find they have some biomarkers. So in order, by the time they get pregnant, that's the way we can get the best chances of uh, for the future life if she is not pregnant at the time. So that's our part of our mission. Yes, and as I said before, our bodies, women's bodies are made to support life since the beginning. So it's super important that every little process that we know, there are things that we don't know and science hasn't get there yet, but the things that we know and that we can correct are corrected because again, it's not only the chances of miscarriage, but also the growth, brain development of that baby and the overall health. So we need to uh, understand that part of our mission and part of our vocation, <laughs> is, if vocation is family life, is to take care of our bodies. Uh, and I feel that our patients, we're very blessed to have great patients here that are very, very faithful and very good. And they have thought of a lot yeah. <laughs> with their sacrifices and, and their beauty. But yes, we, we cannot emphasize the importance of the health of a woman, mm -hmm. the fertility, and also the impact of these hormones and the fertility function in the overall well-being of a woman. And uh, as the world also use a lot the word empowerment, I do think like charting is very no, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's very empowering. Yes, oh. uh, 
And not like, not because I have no power. I said like, I'm powerful because God made me powerful. Mm -hmm. I don't need anything else. But like, in the sense that word used it it wrong. But I'll say like, not charting with the credo model. Like you will know your biomarkers. You don't need the doctor to tell you this. Like you learn your biomarkers so you can be independent uh, and be an active, participant of your overall health. So even if you want to like chart and being open to life, you don't have to, you know, have the mind like avoid, achieve, blah, blah, blah. Even if you can, you can see this is not a good cycle to conceive. I might see the doctor because something is going on. Right. That's called responsible parenthood. Mm-hmm. And, and that's people, exactly. The great model takes responsible parenthood to a whole new level because mm-hmm. now you know, and you know, with knowledge, you know, comes responsibility you know that there's a problem, then you know that you want your child to have the best. You want to get that addressed before. Mm. And also I feel that women that are charting and they've been working with us for a while, they know better when they go to another doctor and they offer or they propose things that are against uh, their own bodies, they discern really quickly, this is not right. So it's it's an amazing tool for couples. That's a great word. These are tools. You're offering these wonderful tools. Education is always the key with anything. And so we're we're really grateful to you for your good work. I should also mention that you offer care not only for younger people um, in their childbearing years, but also people who are headed toward menopause and postmenopause. So that's also great to know. I would love you as we end, just tell us how people can donate and what's going on this year that you want to tell people about. Oh, thank you uh, so much. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to a development <laughs> officer here. Right. So three, two things that are big, actually three. First, we're going to have a Lenten appeal and God willing that'll be out in the next few weeks for the people that are on our mailing list and we'll be sending that out. Number two, the golf outing for all you golfers out there. Uh, it is July 22nd, which is a Monday. Monday, July 22nd is our golf outing, and it, it hopefully will be again at um, in Melbourne at, uh, what is the name of that place? Uh, is uh, it Country Club? Yes, it's a country club in Melbourne. Uh, White Manor is White a very, Manor. very classy place you want to go. Okay, and then the last is October 10th. 10-10, easy to remember, 10-10. And on October 10th, we're going to be again at the Old York Road Country Club, which is not far from here, and our guest speaker will be... Um, uh, Ann Nolte, who was the director of the National Gianna Centers for Women's Health and Fertility. So she has a lot to say and a lot to share. And it's going to be a wonderful event. So um, please join us. I am excited mm-hmm. for you. And I'm making an invitation to all of our followers to please go to the website again. And I'm going to read that off to you, which is phgiannacenter.com. Please follow them on their social media as well. And do you have any final words before we end to whoever would like to share? Well, just know that we're a nonprofit organization, so it's .org as well. But you can get to us both ways, .com or .org. Oh, okay. All right. That's good to know. Thank you. Anything else? Grateful for everyone's support. The Gianna Center would not be here without the support of the community, and we've been very blessed that way. Mm-hmm. I am so grateful to all of you for being here on this podcast. I would also like to invite your followers to check out our website. We are the St. Raymond Nonatus Foundation for Freedom, Family, and Faith. Our website is nonatus.org, and we offer free pastoral care for families and individuals in crisis. You can send a confidential prayer request. You can have a confidential call or online call with a priest. And we are happy to help you in any way that we can. 
to all of you. Thank you so much again for joining us. We're very grateful. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you. God bless.